Hello, and welcome to episode 71 of the podcast. Today, we are going to talk about how to stop overthinking. So if you have a tendency to overthink things, overanalyze, obsessively worry about things, this is the perfect episode for you. I'm Zoe, by the way, I'm the host of this podcast. Welcome, I'm so glad we're getting to connect today. And thank you for listening. I am recording this episode for the second time because I just recorded a great podcast and it disappeared from my podcast software. So we're going to do this time number two. Hopefully I have a little more practice this time anyway, which is great. And yeah, we'll just uh, go from there. I want to say too, there is a lot going on in the world right now. I hope everyone is um, safe and doing okay this really puts things in perspective. The type of headlines that we're having right now really put things in perspective of what matters most. And I hope everyone is taking some extra time to um, love up on your loved ones and do things that are important to you. And that's one of the reasons that I wanted to do the topic today of overthinking is because for me personally, I can look back on my life as a very type A person who's prone to overthinking and overanalyzing a lot of things. And the amount of time that I have wasted and spent stressed out and felt distracted because I was overthinking things or thinking about things that weren't really that important is mind boggling to me. And I'm okay with that, right? Like I have a really great life. I have a ton to be thankful for. But the more that I can understand my sort of patterns of overthinking and and nervous thinking and overanalyzing things, um, the more I can spend this precious time that I have in my life um, connecting with the people that matter to me, being present for them instead of being distracted, and um, also being in a good emotional space that helps me contribute and helps me just really appreciate the life that I have. So that's another reason um, that I wanted to do this episode. So if you can relate to this problem of overthinking, this is going to be super helpful and super practical for you to listen to. And I want to start just by saying, what is overthinking versus regular thinking? Obviously, thinking is a helpful (laughs) Thing, a helpful ability that we all have. You, we could nothing in our life life would be possible, or a lot of things in our life would not be possible without our brains and without our ability to think. So I'm all for thinking. What makes overthinking cross a line into something that's not helpful to us is when we're doing it in a way that has a net negative impact on our lives. So, for example, if you are waking up at two in the morning and you're starting to uh, just think about your next day uh, over and over again and you are um, maybe worrying about something or maybe just kind of obsessively planning something out trying to figure something out that's fine but that's time that you're losing sleep right and usually the quality of our thinking in that time is is not the highest not the best so there's a net negative impact out there there because you're not getting the sleep you need to be refreshed the next day and to, you know, create the results that you want and and be present for everyone in your life. Another example would be 
just like stressing about stressing out about something that you know is not that important you you know it's not that important but you keep thinking about it <laughs> you keep thinking about it instead of um, spending time and connecting with things that are more important to you and you might have noticed too this is certainly true for me but the quality of results that I get from the decisions and the plans that I make while I'm obsessively overthinking and worrying are just not as good as what I can produce when I'm relaxed and I'm able to just kind of calmly approach an issue and think through it and, and plan it that way. So that's what I mean by overthinking. I mean, thinking that is done to an extent that actually has a net negative impact on your life instead of helping you out, which is what thinking should do. And so I want to talk today about a really concrete example and some tips for how to stop overthinking. And that is the solution to this problem. <laughs> the solution to overthinking is to stop doing it, right? But how do we do that? And it's important before we can understand the how of it and start practicing that, it's important to understand the why behind we're doing it. So the reason that we overthink things is a response to anxiety. So our stress response or our anxiety response gets triggered. And as a way of coping with that, we start getting busy head. We start thinking a lot of thoughts and we start thinking a lot of thoughts as a way to try to solve whatever the perceived problem is. Um, but we also do it as a way to just avoid feeling that uncomfortable emotion, right? Like anxiety and stress are uncomfortable, but if we think, <laughs> we that thinking can kind of be a distraction to that negative emotion. It also can make us feel like we're more in control of the situation, which can make us feel better. And like I said, it also, when we get stressed out, that stress response is designed to make us feel like there's a problem that urgently needs to be solved. And so thinking over and over again about it is kind of our attempt to solve that problem, even though it doesn't really work that well. Or even if it's, it might be a problem that we just don't really need to solve, that it's just not that important, or we don't really have any control over. So those are the reasons why we are overthinking. It's related to your stress response. Overthinking comes from your stress response being triggered. And then what happens further beyond that is that there's this vicious cycle of your stress response creating overthinking and then overthinking compounding your stress response. And I'll give you an example where this happens with me or where I see this happening with me is sometimes let's say I'm Get, I'm stressed out about work and I'm kind of overthinking and over worrying through this, um, you know, perceived problem at work. And then I actually come up with an answer or kind of, or mollify my stress by thinking of, okay, well, here's how I'm going to handle this. And so it should be like problem solved, right? But because I'm already in this stressed out state, instead of just being done and being able to go live the rest of my life and relax, my brain finds another problem to focus on. So I'll go from worrying about work to worrying about parenting, worrying that I'm not parenting my kids right or that I'm a bad mom or whatever my brain wants to come up with. And so there's this pattern of overthinking, contributing to more anxiety, 
another thing that happens is let's say I'm worrying about work and I kind of think through the initial problem, but then as I'm thinking through that, I think of another problem at work to worry about. And so when we're in this, when we're in our stress response, that's a, that's a mode where we're looking for trouble, so to speak. We're hypervigilant. We're looking for problems. We tend to see things in a more critical, uh, looking for threat type of state. And so that again contributes to this cycle. So what we have is stress response and overthinking in this vicious cycle. And that's what we're really dealing with. That's, that's the why of the problem of overthinking. So how then do we fix it? What is the solution? The solution might seem overly simple when I say it this way, but the solution to overthinking is to stop thinking. You want to trigger your relaxation response. Once you go into your relaxation response, you're not going to be overthinking anymore because you will be in a different physiological state. And when we're in our relaxation response, we um, tend to be much more clear-headed. We don't have that busy head, agitated feeling. And we're able to just think as much as we need to think to address the problems that we have to solve or to do what we want to do. So we need to go from this overthinking stress response cycle into a relaxation response. And the way to get to the relaxation response, one of the ways, not the only way, but one of the ways is to simply stop thinking. Now, I say one of the ways because there's all different ways of triggering your relaxation response. I have another episode on developing your natural safety response that you can listen to. Um, and you want to build sort of your library of techniques that works for you. I encourage you to use this episode as inspiration, just as much as a step-by-step example so that you can think about what parts of what I'm saying resonate with you and will work for you. But what I'm going to do is give you the example next of how I actually stop thinking as a way to break the cycle of overthinking transition from my stress response into my relaxation response. So let's say that I have woken up at two in the morning and I've started to think about who knows what could be work, it could be kids, it could be some story on the news, but whatever it is, I'm lying in bed at two in the morning and I'm spinning and thinking instead of sleeping. And so what I need to do to get back to sleep is to trigger my relaxation response. Because when I'm in my relaxation response and it's two in the morning, I will fall asleep. That is just what will happen (laughs) naturally, very easily. But the, the tricky part is getting to that relaxation response, right? And anyone who has dealt with being up at night and having a hard time falling back asleep can relate to this. And so what I do to stop thinking is is basically just mindfulness. And I'm not going to go through a whole uh, litany right here of all the different mindfulness techniques you can use uh, to give a very simple example of what I might do. I might just count with my breath. I might just count one on inhale, two on exhale, three on the next inhale, four on the next exhale. Just count up like that as a way of focusing myself on my breath and on that counting rather than all of the spinning thoughts that I'm having about 
some project going on at work, right? And so what's going to happen when you do this? I wanna tell you what's going to happen because I don't want you to feel like a failure when you're doing this. And there's a couple things that are important to know that are just going to happen, but are okay. It doesn't mean you're failing. So one thing that is going to happen when you um, start doing mindfulness to try to stop thinking is that you're going to start thinking again. <laughs> you're going to start overthinking again. You're going to stop counting and stop fo focusing on your breath and your brain's going to go back to that problem at work or some other problem. That's okay. That's going to happen. Doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. Doesn't mean this isn't going to work for you. All you all you need to do is just when you notice that you're thinking again, just switch back to your breath work or whatever mindfulness technique you're doing. And the more you do this activity, which I will admit is boring and tedious and repetitive, but the more you do this, the faster you'll get and noticing when you go back into your overthinking mode and the faster you're able to switch back into mindfulness. And so I just want everyone to know that it does not mean you're messing up if you start thinking again. It doesn't mean you failed. If you're a perfectionist, you just get that through your head that it's totally fine. You're gonna start thinking again. I even used to, this is so dorky, but <laughs> when I started doing this, I would. I had this little joke with myself that at two in the morning when I was up like this, that I was playing a drinking game. Now it was a drinking game with my glass of water on my bedside table. <laughs> <laughs> when I would notice that I had gone from mindfulness back into busy head thinking again, I would be like, drink <laughs> in my head. I would take a drink of my water. And that was my little way of just making it a little bit more fun. I don't even, I don't even know. Fun might be a stretch, actually. I don't know that it was fun, but it just made me smile a little bit and took the pressure off of um, feeling like I was doing a bad job or whatever. I just made it kind of funny, right? And, and not a thing about like, oh my gosh, you have to stop thinking right now or you're messing up. It's still gonna work. Um, even if you switch back and forth between mindfulness and thinking, you're, it's still gonna work. Um, so, so that's the one thing that I want you to know. Like, unless you are the Buddha and you're already in an enlightened state, you're going to switch back and forth. Your anxious brain is gonna go back into thinking because it's a habit, that's just what it does. All you need to do is at some point notice that's happened and then switch back into mindfulness. Even though it's super boring and it feels like you're maybe not doing the best job, that is what you wanna do. The second thing that is so important to be aware of is that when you go from thinking into your mindfulness exercise, it's very common that you will actually feel more anxious at the time you switch into mindfulness, which seems backwards. It seems like I'm doing this mindfulness relaxation technique, so I should feel relaxed. And that does happen sometimes, but often what happens is initially our anxiety actually ramps up and actually increases, which makes it feel like it's not working. But it is working, and there's a very good reason why our anxiety ramps up in that moment. And it's because, remember what we were talking about, about why we overthink. 
we overthink as a coping mechanism for our anxiety because it gives us a sense of control. It makes us feel like we're solving the problem and it helps distract us from the unpleasant sensation of feeling a negative emotion. So if we switch from overthinking into mindfulness, our whole system is going to be like, hang on, you're, you're messing up. This is a bad idea. We need to go back to thinking a bunch and solving this problem. And this anxiety is really uncomfortable too. And so our anxiety can amp up when we go into mindfulness relaxation techniques. That Again, that doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. It means that you're processing that anxiety. The adrenaline in your system needs a chance to kind of trail off. It's, it's a lagging thing that happens that that anxiety response goes away after um, you've been doing mindfulness for a period of minutes. I'm, I'm not going to give an exact number, but you end up having to do this mindfulness technique for some time initially while you're feeling anxious before your anxiety can kind of process and trail off. And the important thing to remember during that period is that the emotion of anxiety is not going to harm you. Like you can sit there and breathe and feel anxious and feel like what that feels like in your body. Your chest feels tight. You feel like you have butterflies. That is not going to physically harm you. That's a way of processing that emotion. And the only way to demonstrate to yourself that it is safe to relax and it is safe to just do mindfulness and fall back asleep and that that's okay that's a really good solution actually is to do it and then you will start to build evidence that this really works you'll start to demonstrate that to yourself and it will become easier with time but our brain's first reaction when we stop thinking is like oh it's a bad idea to stop thinking this is dangerous and your anxiety amps up and of course we're more aware of it as well because we don't have our thoughts to distract us. We're just sitting there with our anxiety. So that's the other thing that's important to know is that um, I, I still often, when I switch into a mindfulness technique, my anxiety will initially go up. But I know because I have so much experience of doing this over and over, I know that my anxiety will go up initially and then it will trail off and then I will fall back asleep because I know that's my arc that I go through of processing that emotion. And now I have really good evidence for that because I practiced it so many times and I've done it so many times. So I'm like, oh, this is totally fine. This is no problem to feel more anxious right now. That's just how it goes. And I know that this works, that when I have a long enough period of mindfulness and kind of like cutting off that thinking cycle, my relaxation response will kick in and I will fall asleep. So that is my example with some very concrete tips that you can try now that I have recorded this for the second time. Um, let's see, I'm trying to remember if there's anything else to mention. I think the other thing to mention that is has been really helpful for me is just recognizing, again, the, the true problem that's happening. So even if even if you don't feel comfortable with any kind of mindfulness, even if you try mindfulness and it doesn't work and you don't get back to sleep or you don't shift into your relaxation response, a great start even is to just notice when this is happening to you, is to notice 
when you're overthinking things, when that's having a negative impact on your life and how that is related to your stress response, both how when you're feeling stressed out, that tends to generate a mental state that's prone to overthinking and also how when you overthink things that feeds back into supporting that continuation of that stress response. And I know that might not sound fun to start to notice that. It might sound like a bummer to start to notice of like, oh, I'm stressed a lot of the time or I'm overthinking a lot of things. But that awareness is the first step. Like if, you, if you're recognizing it and you're recognizing that relationship, that is how you are going to be able to make improvement in your life. And I think it is so worth it. I think it is so worth it to build the skill of becoming better at shifting from your stress response into your relaxation response. And many times that involves shifting from a state of overthinking into your relaxation response. It's so worth it. It's so worth it for your quality of life and the results you're creating and how you're feeling and how you're able to connect with others and bring it, it back to the beginning, just being able to focus in life on what really matters to you and making those connections and having that time with loved ones and with doing things that you enjoy that is really important to us to be able to cherish instead of spending our time worrying about things that we know at the end of the day are not really that important and can probably get figured out later. Um, Maybe they just aren't even really problems that we need to solve. Um, I just think that's what it's all about. Like, let's, let's create time and let's create space in our lives for what really matters to us uh, so that we can really take advantage of and appreciate all of the privilege and all the good things that we have and that we can also have time and space to help others who might be less fortunate. So that is what I have for you today about overthinking. This is not an easy thing. It's simple, but it's not easy. So if you would like help, if you would like to coach on your specific situation, you try this, it doesn't work at all, and you want some coaching, or you try it and it works, but you want even more results, I invite you to check out my website at lifesimplybetter.com where you can find out exactly how easy it is to coach with me. So I will link to that in the description. Hope you have a wonderful day. I may record an episode tomorrow. Um, If not, it'll probably be this weekend um, before I post again, just because as I mentioned last time, I have some travel coming up. But I hope in the meantime, everyone takes care. Hope you're doing well. And we will talk again soon.